What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ready Gold Standard Podcast. My name is Zach Fernandez, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, Matt Llewellyn. Matt, it was a very interesting loss for the 49ers, extremely frustrating for the majority of the first, majority of the game, but specifically the first half. And then we caught some life towards the end. Um, before, hold on, before I ask you guys, everybody watching on Twitter, go over to our YouTube. We cannot see or interact with your comments through Twitter. Twitter. So go over to YouTube, search youtube.com slash 49ers. Matt, what were your thoughts on the game? Jimmy Garoppolo, the offense's inefficiency to score in the first half. I think both of us wearing this jersey says it all at this yeah. point. Um, I, it's Trey Lance time. Uh, Grant Cohen tweeted it out, but Jimmy Garoppolo, his time is done. Um, some people want to say, oh, you know, he was injured. That's why. And I'm looking at it like injury, right? Questionable to return with a calf injury. This is something that, to me, speaks to Kyle wanting to see what Lance had without actually having to overcommit. And the fact of the matter is... <laughs> that Trey Lance led more scoring drives than Jimmy Garoppolo did today. I'm done with Jimmy. I'm tired of the shit. It's it's time to move on to Trey Lance. And we're going to get into it, and I'll rant, and I'll do my thing. We can play the graphic, and we can do all that stuff. But it was a disaster for the 49ers offense today, um, much more so than the defense, because in the first half, the defense did an outstanding job. Yeah. Uh, it, it's embarrassing. Jimmy Garoppolo is an embarrassment. And I'm tired of David Lombardi fucking dick riding. I know we're not going to make it. We're not going to get monetized for this because I cussed like two and a half minutes in. But, you know, the dick riding or whatever. You know, Kyle, again, Tyler Weber says perfectly. Do you guys hear what Shanahan said about Lance? You know, Kyle saying, oh, he, you know, he did about what we expected for a second string. That's why he's the backup. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't get any reps. But the fact of the matter is. Even though he looked as discombobulated as he did, the 49ers scored 14 points with Lance under yep. center. Too bad, so sad. You know? Yep. I don't know. It, it, it's tough. It's killing me. The, the Jimmy thing is killing me. I think I'm done with Jimmy. If yep. Jimmy never starts again, I mean, I'm playing for the future at this point. Yeah. This is not a Super Bowl roster, so just play Lance. Yeah, so, so the quote – uh, was basically something along the lines of, yeah, like Matt said, that this is – he looked like a second quarterback, and that's what I was kind of expected from him. And it's kind of like, what are you talking about? Jimmy got you – yeah, the, the scripted plays, the first 15, whatever Kyle scripts looked great, and they typically do. But then after that, nothing, absolutely nothing occurred from the 49ers offense. And I tweeted it out myself. I said, look, you the, the defense cannot keep the Seahawks offense stagnant and asleep for – the entire game, they're going to wake up at some point, and when that point comes, the 49ers are going to pay for leaving all of these points on the board. I mean, Matt, there was a certain point where it should have been 21 to nothing. Instead, yep. it continued to stay 7-0. to zero. This yep. is unacceptable. It really is unacceptable. And that's the thing. After the first drive, I was all ready to be like, oh, man, Jimmy did a great job today. Like, Jimmy led us to whatever because the first drive, fantastic. But then you start getting outside of the scripted plays. And you have another dumb Jimmy pick over the middle where he doesn't see the hook defender and he just throws it over the middle and the guy has a chance to read him and intercept it. He had a hospital ball to Kittle who like when Kit when that happened, I was I was immediately like, dude, Kittle tore his ACL. Yeah. You know, it was a terrible pass. And 
I mean, I listen. First of all, Kittle's a bionic son of a bitch because by all indications, when I watched that, I was like, dude, he's done. He's so done. His leg got pinned under him. But this is the third season in a row that Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown a hospital ball for George Kittle where his knee has been injured in some way, shape, or form. Then he had the missed pass on the flea flicker, and I argued with some idiot. I hope you're in here, dude. But some idiot on Twitter who's like, oh, well, what do you expect, man? Kittle was hurt and the safety, and it was bad throw from Jacques Patrick or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Jimmy threw that shit inside the numbers. It was inside of 40 yards. Kittle had to stop when he had four yards on Jamal Adams. You throw that to the sideline, you throw that to the end zone, that's a touchdown. Lance would have made that throw. And Jimmy Garoppolo has a noodle arm. And it doesn't matter if the throw was bad because when Jimmy got it, Kittle was still wide open and he couldn't make that throw. Kittle was inside the numbers. At very worst, you throw that ball towards the sideline and lead Kittle to the sideline, and Kittle still has a bunch of room on Jamal Adams, and you get a huge gain out of it, if not a touchdown. To me, Lance is like throwing it deep where Kittle's like, oh, shit, I better turn up field and go get it. And those are those plays that Jimmy leaves on the table. He had another throw to Debo Samuel where it absolutely sailed on him, and Debo Samuel had to pay the price when Bobby Wagner just laid a hit right in his chest when D- when Jimmy overthrew him by five yards. You know, was Lance perfect today? By the way, no, he wasn't. But you see what Lance gives you that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't. And when the defense gives you four straight three and outs on Russell Wilson and you only come away with seven points, that's pathetic. Yeah. That's pathetic. And I'm fucking done with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm done. That's it. And Kyle needs to take some of this blame too because Kyle, for whatever reason, expects Jimmy Garoppolo to be more than what he is. And he's sitting here on Trey Lance and saying he's not ready. He's the second guy. He looked like a second guy. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like a second guy every time you run him out on that fucking field and leave points on the table and it's a stupid turnover or it's a misplaced throw on third down or it's Jimmy Garoppolo running like a chicken with his head cut off, throwing it at Trey Sermon's feet when Trey Sermon had green grass in front of him so that if Jimmy just lobs one over the top, Trey Sermon has a chance to get 20 yards before somebody touches him. And I'm supposed to sit here and believe that the 49ers are better off with Jimmy Garoppolo. This is not a fucking Super Bowl roster. This team will be lucky to make the playoffs as it is. They're two and two now. Arizona just beat the brakes off the Los Angeles Rams, and we have to contend with that next week. So very well, we could go into the bye week two and three. I think that the Jimmy Garoppolo calf injury was a cop out for Kyle to see what he had in Trey Lance. I think that Trey Lance played well enough that it's done for Jimmy Garoppolo. All you Jimmy defenders can get bent. I don't care if you want to get mad at me. I'm repping the front of the jersey. This 49ers right here is more important to me than what's on the back. And Jimmy Garoppolo just clearly isn't it. I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. All the dumb people who are like, I'd rather lose with Jimmy than win with Brady. You know who you are. Have fun in Italy. But... This is all bullshit. I'm ready for the 49ers to move on to the next chapter. And even if we miss the playoffs with Trey Lance getting him ready, by all means, 
get the kid ready because he made more plays today than Jimmy has made the entire season. At me on Twitter if you disagree. I don't care. I'll debate you all day. But this was a pathetic showing from Jimmy. It was a sad showing from Kyle. Kyle needs to get his shit together. Otherwise, this team is going to struggle. Go ahead. Play the fucking girl. There it is. Matt Rant. All right. I got to address these comments. Jay Good 49 saying Lance can't throw a slant. Loser Lance. I'm not sure what game you were watching, but Jimmy couldn't complete nearly anything. And whatever it was, it was inconsequential because it was hey, between Jay the Good. 20s. Jay Good. Jay Good. Who had more touchdown passes today? Just want to ask you. Yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not a debate. I do agree that Trey Lance doesn't necessarily need to throw all the mustard on it in the world that he does. But at the same time, that's going to come again with reps. When you're the backup mm-hmm. quarterback, you're not getting reps. So all these people that are saying, "Oh, you know, he needs to, he needs to sit and learn and whatever," you're talking about a kid that didn't really play in 2020. Uh, excuse me, 2020 because of the pandemic. So he played one game, sat. Now you want him to sit an entire year, and people are like, "Oh, well, Patrick Mahomes sat." Different situation, man. Different situation. Look, listen, the Jets won a game today. The Jets won against Tennessee, right? That's who they played today? Yep. Against Tennessee, who made the playoffs last year. Zach Wilson looked like absolute garbage the first two weeks. And you're like, oh, my God, Zach Wilson looks like dog shit. He's not going to be good at all. Today, he led them to a come-from-behind victory. Again, with those reps comes more experience comes the game slows down for you a little bit you don't look as discombobulated trevor lawrence i know they lost i know they lost on thursday but trevor lawrence played a turnover free game you know you look at these justin fields from week one that he started to today where he looked a lot better with the actual reps the game reps you start looking better and if the goal is we spent three first round picks on trey lance you know, you swapped this year's first rounders and you gave up two future first rounders for Trey Lance and you want him to look good, get him reps because yep. during the week, Jimmy's sucking up all the reps to just do what Jimmy's been doing for eight years, which is throwing the ball over the middle, throwing the ball near the line of scrimmage, unable to throw the ball outside of the numbers and making stupid turnovers. It's the same thing every year. Get Lance ready. If not for this year, than for next year because this year aside from the quarterback situation the corner situation right now is so bad that this team cannot be considered a super bowl contender they can't their pass their their pass rush is phenomenal but when the defense can't get to the quarterback right off the bat you're looking at coverage that's just not going to be able to hold up i mean after the first couple three and outs it was just like we're going to give DK Metcalf the ball and DK Metcalf's going to be able to get a back shoulder on Emmanuel Mosley. He's going to be able to come over the middle and catch these passes. To me, it's a simple fact of you get Lance ready so that you can use your second, your third round picks on corners to restock, to get safeties, to retool the roster. And you need to take advantage of Lance's rookie contract. 
Get yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo off the books for next year. That's $27 million off the cap that you can immediately start using for veterans in free agency that you can pull into the roster and be like, we're going to supplement Trey Lance with this. You know, I think they were definitely hoping that Jimmy Garoppolo would take the step forward, but he looks like Jimmy. He looks like the same Jimmy we've seen for the last couple of years. And unlike years past where we had Richard Sherman, who wasn't quite washed yet, where we had Akella Witherspoon to supplement Emmanuel Mosley, where we had a healthy K1 Williams, this secondary is beat up and old and lacking talent. Dante Johnson had a free run at Russell Wilson and could not make the tackle, and that turned into a touchdown. Yeah, you know it, it's old. It's, it's old. Unacceptable. It's this is not a Super Bowl roster. I hate to break it to everybody in Week Four, but this is not a Super Bowl roster. Plain and simple. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, J- Jay Good Forty Nine. I'm not even addressing your comments right now. You're you're talking wildly, saying that Lance isn't ready. Let him sit behind Jimmy. It, it's it's not even it's not even uh, in the logic. Realm of yeah, logic. No, that's that's um, dumb, dude. I want my three first round picks back. Look, look at this fool. Yeah. I want my three first round picks back. This is this is what foolishness looks like. Why what are, are you, you settling about? for mediocrity? Jay, listen, Lance didn't even look that good today. He didn't even look ready, right? He still threw for two touchdown passes. Yep. And he picked up a fourth a and ten with his leg. George Kittle's hands that got broken up that George Kittle should have caught. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. On a fourth and ten, when the pass wasn't there, Lance was able to run for that shit. Jimmy would have taken a sack, or thrown Jimmy it out of never. bounds, or thrown an interception, or done something dumb. Yep. Lance gave more juice to this offense just with his athleticism than Jimmy has in years, and he wasn't even that great throwing the ball. Now give him first team reps. Get him ready. Put him in at practice. Right. Start calling the game for what Trey Lance does well. Address the weaknesses like throwing slants in the offseason. But get him out there doing the stuff that he does well. What do you got to lose? What do yep. you have to lose? They're owing exactly. to a Levi's. He is. Um, so okay, so let's let's first of all, let's talk about this. Jimmy comes out, and we talked about it, Matt. They looked – the offense looked good. First drive, went right down the field, got seven points. And then even the the following drives, Jimmy still looked all right. He looked pretty good. We were talking about it in the chat. Okay, this is the Jimmy we wanted to see. But the offense grew stagnant. No points came of any of those drives. Nothing happened. And Jimmy and ESPN's Mina Kimes said it best. Jimmy kept Seattle in the game. There's no other yep. way to put it. Jimmy kept Seattle in the game. Yep. With his lack of execution. So then they go in tied at seven because, of course, Seattle scores right before half because we always knew they of were course. going to. And then we hear Jimmy has a calf injury. And I hate to speculate, and I know you do too. You're giving me the air quotes right now for those only listening. You talked about this. I think Croc talked about it as well. I talked about it before Croc. Sorry, Croc. I got to call this one because it was okay. me first. You talked about this before Croc. Was this Kyle's way of saying – I need something. Jimmy, you're not giving it to me. Trey, let's see what you got. And if you don't have it, Jimmy, your calf is magically healed before you know we start practicing for the Cardinals and you you take the reins back and nobody's hurt. It's almost like a, a play that never happened. We wipe our hands of the situation. 
suddenly Jimmy's good to go. We saw what we had with Trey. The fans saw what we had with Trey. If it's pretty, we could roll with it. If not, hey, it was only because Jimmy was hurt. What do you think was more likely? No, I, I think that's exactly it. It's a way to save face. So you say that Jimmy has a calf injury, right? So that you can see that if Lance is going to give some juice and some energy to your offense. If Lance comes out and struggles, then Jimmy can come back next week. And you're like, well, Jimmy was injured. So that's why he was out, right? If Lance plays well and you start you know, to go with a hot hand, you're just like, well, Lance played well. We scored a bunch of touchdowns. Jimmy's calf injury is a little worse than we thought. Um, nothing major. He can come back and play, but we're going to ride the hot hand. And what you're doing by either way is you're hedging your bets. If, if Trey Lance comes out and, and lays an egg, then you're like, we're going to go back to Jimmy, and there's no harm, no foul, because he was injured. It's not his fault. You know, we only played Lance because Jimmy was injured, right? But if Lance comes in and plays well, then you're like, well, Jimmy's still injured, and Lance is playing well, so we're riding the hot hand. Yeah. This you is know? an interesting... And you save space for Jimmy for the future. I it's agree. Just... I agree. Yeah. Um, just wanted to bring up this tweet from, from Chris Biederman. He's saying that uh, Jimmy apparently was stepped on. The severity is unknown. And according to Chris, he's saying it sounds as though Garoppolo will remain the starter if healthy. And Trent Williams' shoulder injury was concerning. He was carted off. He was carted off actually twice. Um, looks like the first one was cramping. And then the second one, shoulder injury apparently. Both will undergo testing tonight and tomorrow. Here's where I'm going to push back on that. This is a situation where the 49ers are 2-1. and one. They have a divisional game against Seattle at home. They have an opportunity at 7-7 coming out of halftime to really kind of take a lead and see where they're going to be and, and you know, whatever going forward. They know that they have to play either the 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh Arizona Cardinals the next week. So whatever the case may be, the Cardinals are either going to be tied with them or have a better record than them going the next week. And you're telling me that Jimmy getting stepped on is going to keep him out of a game. The same Jimmy that took a couple of starts after the high ankle sprain, uh, excuse me, the high ankle sprain against the New York Jets, against Miami, against New England or whatever, you're telling me that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stay out of a game that seems to be critical going forward for this season. Yeah. He was questionable to return. They never ruled him out. And that to me is telling that this is more a political move. This is more of a saving face sort of move than anything else. Yep. I agree. I agree. I think, it, yeah, political, you said it best. Man, this just hurts. Grant Coach, we out. The 49ers have lost their last 10 home games. 10 home games. Yeah. Straight losses. Something needs to change. I, I, I don't know who, who commented it earlier, but Kyle Shanahan and his shtick, it was Tyler Weber. Shanahan has what had, what, four losing seasons so far, just saying another losing season or two. The quarterback he drafted won't have his coach anymore. I'm not going that far, but I do think he will start to lose – some of the ultimate control he has over Jed York and the 49ers franchise if he cannot start to right this ship soon. Um, we're seeing these other coaches yeah. in the NFC West, Sean McVay, um, Cliff Kingsbury, Pete Carroll, who's the, the older one, but still, they're finding ways to get have success. And we knew going into this season, Jimmy Garoppolo was the worst quarterback in the divisions as a starter. What is Easily. Kyle going to do to respond about that? Will he keep rolling with Trey Lance? 
That's what he needs Trey to do. But will he? He should. He should. I don't know if he will. Um, but you're talking about like, listen, like last week the running game was terrible. This week it was a lot better. Um, I thought Trey Sermon played a really good game. He had 19 carries for 89 yards. It's 4.7 a pop. Um, Lance gave you seven carries for 41 yards and allowed, you know, the defense to have to play honestly because you have to account for Trey Lance. I mean, Scott pointed it out on the first play that Trey Lance ran where Trey Sermon ended up with, I think it was an 11-yard run. Mm -hmm. the, the defensive end for Seattle was just like completely stuck, you know, on that on that option. He was like, shit, who has the ball? Is it Lance or is it? And that gave Sermon the amount of time to get that extra yardage. It's an extra dimension that Lance gives you. And again, the fourth and ten, this and this and that. It's it's time. It's time. We know what Jimmy is. He's an average to below average starter. Lance, is he ready to to be prime time? Is he ready to lead this team to a deep playoff run? No. But you need these weeks to get him ready to do that yeah. this year and beyond. And that's what the point is. We were going to lose that game with Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. And anybody who says otherwise wasn't paying attention to the fact that the defense gave you four straight three and outs. And Jimmy Garoppolo gave you seven points, a stupid interception where he didn't see the hook receiver, and a couple of overthrown balls and almost blowing out Kittle's ACL. Like, come on. Come on. What are you looking at? How are you like David Lombardi still dick riding Jimmy Garoppolo? And not looking at the facts. I know David Lombardi loves Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. And all of our fans who voted on this poll, the 87.3% of you that voted for Trey Lance to start, thank you. This is why we love you. And this is why you're welcome on this show. To the other 12.7%, we'll convert you. You're still welcome here, but you're wrong. We'll convert you to believers soon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Trey Lance needs to start. That plain and simple. Plain and simple. I agree. I agree. I think that's where the next move is. This is an interesting question from Hunk. If Trey starts next week, does San Francisco have a shot? Um, too soon to say. It's too soon to say, but like I don't think either way that the 49ers going into next week. I don't think either way the 49ers should be favorites to win this game. There's too many fair. holes on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the in the secondary. Um, I don't think that you can uh, – Kyler Murray is just – I mean, he's wiping the floor with people. They absolutely boat raced the Rams today. Dude, I what mean, they did to L.A. was impressive. It was I know after last week I was like, shit, the Rams are really good, man. Yeah. They might be the best team in the league. Yep. And then this happens, and I'm like, ooh, okay, well, Arizona. Yeah. You know, and you never know with division games. I think it's too too close to call. Um, it's all about matchups. I'll tell you this, don't start Jimmy because if he starts Jimmy, Buda Baker is definitely going to take out George Kittle's knee. <laughs> um, what was I – I was going to say um, – I said it in the chat earlier before the game, before kickoff, I said Arizona, L.A., who do you guys got? Everybody was like, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. Rams might take it. I said, oh, I think Rams got this one. Boy, was I wrong. Arizona is impressive. The 49ers are going to have their hands full next week trying to stop – Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, Chandler yep. Jones, 
all of these, you know, really, really good players. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the Arizona's bread and butter is their passing game, and that's the 49ers' weakest part of their defense is their secondary. So, I don't know, man. It's 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 going to be tough, but we'll have to see. Christian said Lombardi's on Jimmy's payroll. He must be, man. He must be. Um, can we talk about Debo Samuel, Matt? Can we talk about how Dude, good he's Debo killing Samuel the game. is? He is so good. He is so good. He's a wide receiver one in the Even NFL. That, so there was a third down. I think it was a third down where Trey Lance threw the ball like 100 mm-hmm. miles an hour. And Debo just plucked it right out of the air. Yep. It was nice. And that's, again, that's something that you're going to have to kind of get Trey Lance reps for. Where you don't have to throw 100 miles an hour every play. You can throw it 85 and get it there. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah, Debo was super impressive today. And I know a lot of his yards came on that busted coverage where he had the 76-yard touchdown from Trey Lance. But at the same time, listen, I'm going to give Trey Lance props. He saw it. Yep. That was out at the sideline, right? And depending on where you're reading. <laughs> I had to pull funny. this up. I had to pull this yeah, up. No, this is a funny tweet, but at the same time, it listen, hurts. pull up my tweet. I pull up, uh, listen, pull up mine. Let me find it. Yeah, find it where the one where I show where I show where Jimmy has the where I show where Jimmy has the time. Oh, okay, I know what you mean. He's gone. Uh, no, it's gonna be like raw tweet. It's gonna be my raw tweets. I'm in your replies. I don't think it's gonna be my replies. I think I was the one that started. Oh, okay, okay. You tweeted a picture, right? Yes. So maybe go to media. Yeah, there we go. That. There we, no, not that one. Oh. That was after the fact. This one. This one. Look, Jimmy has the ball, and Kittle still has four yards and leverage to the end zone on Jamal Adams. So you can be mad that Jimmy Garoppolo got a terrible whatever flea flicker from, from Patrick or whatever, but mm-hmm. Jimmy is literally holding the ball in his hand, staring at George Kittle wide open, and Jimmy still fucked that ball up. The ball needs to be here. Posted after this, because what you should, what Jimmy should have done was thrown this to the sideline, and look and where the ball dead. is going. It's going to the inside, and George is already like, "Well, shit, I got to stop and try to make a play on this." Exactly. He turns into a defender. Exactly. Jimmy should have thrown that outside of the numbers toward the sideline, where George Kittle still would have had a step on Adams. So anybody defending Jimmy on this throw is an idiot. Okay, I don't want to hear it. You're dumb. Yeah, it, it was high the the flea flicker, but that doesn't change anything. It doesn't, doesn't change, change the what fact happened that Jimmy after the threw fact the ball. that Jimmy got the ball. Kittle was still wide open, and Jimmy could not get it there. Exactly. By the way, that first picture that you showed, Kittle was 38 yards downfield from Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo could not get the ball to where it needed to go. Yeah, I I just want to touch on these comments people are saying can we trade jimmy back to new england they don't want him they have no mac Mac jones is better than jimmy garoppolo the only chance that that would happen was before draft night once draft night occurred they have no reason to give up any sort of capital because every single team knows why when i could just get this guy without giving up picks probably after this season jimmy jimmy garoppolo is not as good as mac jones at this point because mac jones stays healthy is mac jones like super pro ready or like as developed as Jimmy is not necessarily, but Mac Jones is healthy. He's has a higher ceiling. 
So why would you trade back for Jimmy Garoppolo? The best shot that that Jimmy Garoppolo has is Houston yep. or Miami at and this point. Ben Albright was talking about Houston was calling around for quarterbacks all week. Right. So I think so. Um, Matt, suck, suck a cornerback out of Houston yes. if you can. Get like a mid-round draft pick. Although I, I want to say if you get a mid-round draft pick out of Houston, you need to flip that for an actual starting level corner because – the 49ers round two, three, and four are not the best. It's round <laughs> five and six that they find everybody. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Matt, hold on. I want to take a quick second. Because yeah. even though the 49ers lost, I think we can both agree there's a ton of reason to be optimistic looking forward. We both like what we saw towards the end of the fourth quarter when sure. Trey Lance started getting energetic, started getting used to yeah. it. So I want to propose a toast. To you and me, my friend, and to all 49ers fans out there watching, I think the future is extremely bright. Once the game ended, I kissed my fiance and I said, I'm not even that upset, honestly. It's a it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible loss. Obviously, I hate losing, but the future is bright, and we saw exactly why. We saw why the 49ers gave up everything they did. So cheers, my friend. Clink. Cheers. All right. So uh, Melissa has some questions here. Are we should we be more worried about Trent Williams or Alex Max injuries today? If they are questionable, do we slide over to Brunskill? Worse, putting Compton. I don't know that Trent. I, I need to see what the injuries are. Yeah. I don't know that Trent Williams' injury is super serious. I know that he had the cramps in the same arm that he allegedly had the shoulder injury in. Um, I wonder if those two are connected. But if they're both serious injuries, then Trent Williams is obviously worse. Alex Mack hasn't played that well. He's been getting uh, bullied. He has been getting bullied, and I think he's – it's not because – I mean, it is because he's a terrible player, but it's age-related, not because of technique or anything else. I think that Alex Mack is on the tail end of his career. And, again, it's another position the 49ers are going to really have to address – so it's another reason where it's like get Mac ready for next season so you don't have to roll out Jimmy Garoppolo's dead interception-throwing carcass out there at $27 million next year when you can use that money to shore up your roster for, for Trey Lance. Yeah. Get him the reps now. Let him make the mistakes now. Let him look discombobulated like he did today right now. So that way next year – you retool the roster with that nearly $30 million and the increasing cap space you're going to get post-COVID for the 49ers, and you can supplement that roster to help Lance out. And that's what really a lot of these Super Bowl teams have done is they've surrounded a young quarterback with a lot of different players to help supplement them. Yep. That's what you have to do. You Lance have to. And, and the reason you can do that is because you take advantage of the rookie contract. And we talked about this before we went into the season, Matt, when the 49ers traded up to draft a quarterback. We all, we both said the winning formula, aside from these veterans like Tom, who settles for less money, um, is you get a rookie con- rookie quarterback on the rookie contract and you build around them with a strong defense, enough weapons on offense to where you can get them comfortable enough to make the plays. You don't ask too much of them. And I think the 49ers are in a good position to – build for the next two to three years with Trey Lance like that. Are they in that position this year? No, unfortunately not. Um, Their cornerback has been a liability. They failed to address it multiple times. 
Ambry Thomas and uh, gosh, Aaron Banks haven't even played this season, which is just atrocious because you expect your earlier round picks to play. They haven't even been dressed. Yeah. It's, it's ugly and they need to address it because it's going to continue to bite them in the butt. And now they have Drake Kirkpatrick and uh, freaking I can't remember his name right now. The, the cornerback that the 49ers love to sign Dante Johnson starting games. Right. Okay. Jay good. I'm going to address this. He says, I like Trey Lance. I'm just talking about him. Like you guys have been talking about Jimmy. Here's the difference. Trey Lance is a rookie and Jimmy Garoppolo is an eight year vet. And so when you're talking about those similar issues, like I'm going to go with the rookie who has a higher upside versus an eight year vet where I'm like, dude's been in the league for almost a decade and he still hasn't improved the things that he needs to improve on. There is potential for Trey Lance to get better. Is it a guarantee he gets better? No. But at the same time, you definitely need to look at what you have. And when you say stuff like earlier, when you said, I want my three first round picks back, why? Why? Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo was 14 to 23 today for 165, a touchdown and a pick. Lance, while didn't have the completion percentage that Jimmy did at 9 of 18, had 157, two touchdowns and zero picks. And he also gave you a rushing element to it. He gave you that secondary element that Jimmy does not give you. Um, I, I just think that at this point, you have to look at it as you're playing for upside. The, the 49ers are not making the Super Bowl. They're not. They're not with Jimmy Garoppolo. And if you're not with Jimmy Garoppolo, then why don't you get Trey Lance out on the field to get him up to game speed for 2022? You know, it's simple as that. If you're not going to make the Super Bowl, you need to start thinking ahead. And if Kyle wants to save his job, which we all need to question Kyle with what he's doing. My when he God. sits here and goes, Jimmy's playing well. Jimmy's playing well. Trey played like a second string QB. Like, what's going on? We got a $50 right, Gray super Fox. chat. Gray Fox 198, man. Thank you, Gray Fox 198. Uh, they say we can't go back to Jimmy. 2020 Cheers, is lost. Brother. Cheers, indeed. He said 2021 is lost playoff-wise, but let's use these games for Lance to adjust to the NFL, fix mechanics, vision, etc. Love the pod. Keep it up. Thank you. Well, we really appreciate you. And here's the thing. Maybe the division is lost, but this 40 iron scheme can still potentially make the wild card, right? Mm -hmm. And if you use these last 13 weeks to get Trey Lance ready for maybe a potential wild card berth, who knows if Lance doesn't catch fire during the playoffs and can get us deeper than what Jimmy would get us. Because it's not, again, it's not just Jimmy. This team has holes on the backside of the defense. The front seven of the defense is, is nice. We all know that it's nice. I mean, Bosa got his fourth sack of the season today. D Ford had an incredible sack where he just like absolutely wrecked Seattle's left tackle. Um, DJ Jones was great against the run. I know Kinlaw, he got injured today, but he had pressures. Um, I'm hoping Kinlaw's injury isn't serious. But at the same time, we're looking at a situation where we started Dante Johnson. That's a problem. And Dre Kirkpatrick. Uh, I thought, you know what, though? I thought Dre Kirkpatrick did a good job. 
he was I fine. Thought, yeah, I, I thought that PI was a little soft. It was ticky tack, but I'm only saying it for the fact that they were in position to have to do that. Sure, yes, and, and that's for sure. But when you think about maybe next week, Josh Norman's back, or or you know after the bye, Do- Josh Norman's definitely back. You have Emmanuel Mosley who looked really good today for a while against against uh, DK Metcalf. Um, DK eventually got the better of him, but. Tart looked like Tart. Ward looked like Ward. You know, there, there's a potential for Trey Lance to get some reps, to get out there to make some plays, and all of a sudden you're looking at Trey Lance that doesn't look like Trey Lance looked today, where he look, he's like lost. Right, his first pa- his first two passes were awful, and it's like, oh shit. I even put it in the group chat. I was like, man, Jimmy Garoppolo. They might send Jimmy Garoppolo back in right now. Because I knew what they were doing. Um, Trey Lance played the rest of the half, but once he settled in, he started looking better. He, you know, even with the discombobulation, it was like he has enough athleticism to get outside the pocket to make things happen. Um, he had some batted balls, but he made some decisions. There was one where he rolled out to the right, he threw the pass, the ball was batted down, but Muhammad Sanu was open. So if it gets over that linebacker, that's a first down. He had multiple first downs where there were situations where it looked like he was going to run. And as he approached the line of scrimmage, he was still looking to throw and he only looked to run at the last minute. And so there are things that Lance does instinctually that are already really good. And now if you get him comfortable in the game, all of a sudden you're like, well, he gives you an element of the game that Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't give you. And it's not going to be perfect, and it's not going to be pretty all the time. He's a rookie quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. But that interception that Jimmy Garoppolo threw today, it was just like, Jimmy, dude, you've been throwing this fucking interception for six years. Yep. Like, why are you still throwing it? You don't see the weak side hook defender undercutting your your medium routes. You know what I mean? Like, Diggs was just all over that, that pass to Kittle. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, go with the potential. At this point, we have to. We're two and two. We're going into Arizona. We could be two and three after this week. We're going into a bye week. We have a game against the Colts who, while they're they've been, you know, winning some games, I'm not scared of Carson Wentz and the Colts. That's a game that the 49ers should win. You know, Arizona's gonna be a super tough game. Um okay, Christian's saying that Ken Law was back in, he had cramps. This was a game that a lot of people were talking about. Oh, like, you know, what's up with the cramps? And it's like, well, it was 90 degrees in Santa Clara. It was like 30% humidity. Um, it was a hot day today. It was very so, hot. For me as a medical professional, like any any type of temperature thing like that, if you're like even slightly dehydrated, you have a possibility of having cramps. At least in that point, Kinlaw, that's fantastic for news for him. He'll be fine next week. He'll be able to play he definitely made a difference um i think that kinlaw in his second year even with the lingering knee injury that he's had has looked infinitely better than his first year that being said develop your young guys because 2022 is really going to be the season where you can make a run not this year this year we've already seen there's just too many holes on this team to to really compete with the best of the best you know what i mean um real quick so jimmy's at the podium right now and um, he's being asked about his injuries, and apparently he just came in and got emotional, saying, "quote It's old, 
and apparently he anticipates being out a couple of weeks with a calf issue, but doesn't think it's a ruptured Achilles. So, so he's saying it's an old injury. He said it, it's getting old. The injury thing. Yes, that he continues to get. Yeah, injured. dude. Yeah, Jimmy, it's getting old, and that's why they drafted your replacement because yep. you can't stay healthy. Um, I'm so going that to try. Says that maybe Trey Lance goes into the Arizona game as a starter. I'm going to try and um, play the audio here. Let me see it. Tell me if you can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first series. Uh, I don't know. It's low. Uh, it hurt initially. I, I thought I'd keep trying, keep trying to go. I just kept getting worse and worse. Traveling down to Achilles a little bit, but uh, we'll get more information tomorrow with MR and everything. Hopefully, you know, hopefully with us right now. Uh, right side. I'm not. It felt like that. Yeah, I don't know if that is actually what happened or not, but yeah, I just felt something. Felt something go in the cap. Do you feel? It's it's low. Um, I don't know if we can hear it. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, you just read his body language. But either way, it, whether it's a legitimate injury or it's Kyle telling him, "Dude, you're not doing enough. We got to go with the guy." I think it's clear that he knows, man. It's not it's not his job anymore. You know what I mean? Like I agree. This it, is it, it's Trey Lance time, and I think that everybody knows that. So it's unfortunate because, like Ty Anderson says, Jimmy's a class act. Um, he's handled this as well as anybody could. But the professionalism is not the issue. It's the health and the play on the field that's really the issue. Yeah. So that's been what, what has been our issue with Jimmy Garoppolo is the shitty interceptions and the fact that he's not healthy and we have to roll with guys like Nick Mullins and, and C.J. Beathard. Yep. And now it's Trey Lance, and it's like, okay, now we got a guy where it's like, oh, it's fourth and ten. God damn, what do we do? We have to go for it. Oh, God. Oh, nobody's open. What are we going to – oh, oh, Trey Lance ran for it. Oh. So this is what Kansas City feels like. Yep. This is what Baltimore feels like. This is what Seattle feels like, which we've watched twice a year for the last ten years with Russell Wilson. This is what this feels like. Oh, yep. okay, I get it. Gotcha. It, it's almost like no play within reason is out of reach. Almost feels like that when you when you're in a yardage situation, not maybe necessarily scoring situation. But we saw fourth and ten, and I wasn't, you know, I was excited. I was like, "Whoa, this is actually realistic. They could probably get this." Um, real quick, Matt, I wanted to ask you because I know you're going to have a possibly Matt Rant type answer. Robbie Gold. What is up with Robbie Gold? Now he's Cut his ass. Cut his ass. I don't need no yeah. kicker that ain't going to play. Listen, I got you on my fantasy. You're the only 49er I have in my fantasy, Ron, Robbie Gold. And nobody had any indication that you were having a groin issue, right? Did your wife elbow drop your balls? What happened, man? It was really but weird. Fact it, was... It, it just it completely, it completely screwed the 49ers. Um, yeah. Mitch had to kick that. He had that one field goal attempt. Um, on that field goal attempt, I thought that Kyle Juszczyk kind of, you know, turned the yeah. laces a little bit weird. And I think that contributed to the miss wide left. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, 
say something earlier. How do you come into the game? Like you should know, right? Like, did you just wake up and your and your groin hurt? Like, I don't understand what happened. That the 49ers did not have enough lead-in time to sign a replacement. You don't think that we could have put Jacques Patrick on IR um, with whatever injury you want to give him to bring in a kicker that can kick field goals? Um, I thought that that put the 49ers behind the eight ball. It instead of ten to seven going into halftime, we're seven to seven because Wishnowski misses the field goal. And at the same time, if Wish doesn't miss that field goal, which he's put into a difficult spot, of course, maybe Seattle doesn't even score at all. Yeah. Um, you don't know, right? Because yep. the play calling is going to be different. The 49ers give him a pretty good field position on a 41-yard field goal where they could call different things. So you don't know. But at the same time, I think that Robbie Gould is about at the end of his career. The 49ers seem to need to start – searching for a contingency for him going forward. Um, he's missed some kicks over 50 yards. He's missed some extra points, especially in preseason. I think the fan base is about done with Robbie Gold, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly how it is. Um, it, it's just too much. It's just become to be too much. Um, I wanted to talk about this. Apparently, the 49ers were having headset issues all game long, according to Kyle Shanahan. Um, so I thought it was sure. very – interesting that trey lance operated his first playing time without a working headset between him and, and kyle shanahan um so the people that are even that upset or not impressed with trey's start i think need to take that even into consideration because he did what he did without working headsets which is impressive to me at least um yeah and you're talking about a rookie so if you're talking about they had headset issues all day and Jimmy did what he did, and Trey did what he did. You're telling me that Trey Lance threw two touchdown passes with spotty head communications? That's pretty good, in my opinion. I agree. That's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Started. Started. Melissa is saying she's so happy Mohurst is back. He was a huge addition today in the run game. He made some plays, for sure. He looked yep. good. Yep. Shit always happens for Seattle. Can't have nice things. Yeah, I know. We were tweeting this during the game time. Me and me True. And we're just like, it's, it's insane. No matter what happens, Seattle now just has an answer. Now Russ is 16-4 and four against, against the 49ers. Yep. Yep. And, and we said it going into the game, Matt. Russ had never lost three in a row. Jimmy had never lost three in a row. The tilt goes to Russ, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. One of those streaks is going to end, and it's more likely going to be Jimmy. So yep. it's it's an unfortunate loss, but th- we titled this There's Reason for Hope because there actually is reason f- to be optimistic because we saw a lot of positive things from Trey Lance. That last drive that they operated, I thought we both can agree, was impressive to see from Trey Lance the way he worked the field with his arm and his legs. Absolutely. That last drive especially was very impressive. Um, I know the Debo Samian touchdown, everybody's going to dismiss. Like, oh, Debo was wide open on the busted coverage. I think that it's actually key that Lance was able to work through its progressions to be like, oh, shit, Debo's open. I'm going to throw that to him. And it wasn't a great throw. I think that he was just more concerned with, like, oh, Debo's open. Let me get him the ball to, you know, in a way that he can catch it and run with it. Um, But that last drive, that last touchdown drive was especially impressive to me. There are multiple fourth downs. Um, you know, he had 
passes to Sanu. He had passes to Debo. He had a drop touchdown from Kittle that he overcame and was able to do something else with. It just it just speaks to the potential of Trey Lance that man, get him out there, get him playing. Um, he's not going to be perfect, but at the same time, you have more upside with him. Where maybe weeks five, six, seven, eight aren't the best, but then weeks nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and beyond are better because you've given him more time to learn the offense and get and slow the thing down. Yep. Young Fat coming in deep. $25 super chat. Thank you guys. Oh my god, $75 Love it. video. Uh Hug Fat says Jimmy's injury made the decision for Kyle because he's a total coward. He needs to man up, make a decision, explain your reasoning, and roll with it. I actually agree with this. I, I do think this decision, it's similar to Alex Smith's injury and when Colin Kaepernick took over. That decision was made because of that. And I think this might be the exact same way. And we talked about it, Matt, and, and we've yeah. talked about it to start the show. Kyle may have said this was a calf injury, and maybe it wasn't as serious as, as it may to keep him out, but maybe he wanted to be able to get, have his cake and eat it too. Play Trey Lance. If it didn't do, go well, go back to Jimmy. I think it's totally spot on. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so Kelly Steph posted this on Twitter too, where, he called, yeah. where she called Kyle Shanahan just a straight-up pussy, and I thought it was super funny. Um, <laughs> but it is true. Kyle has been – uh, lackluster on his offensive coaching. The defensive side of the ball falls strictly on D'Amico Ryans that, like, Kyle doesn't really touch the defensive side of the ball. The offense is all Shanahan. And so when you look at, cool, man, week one, we put up 41 points, but then you're looking at 17 against the Eagles. You're looking at, yeah, we scored 28 against the Packers, but it was a late 28, right? It was how much did we score before the half? Um, Seattle, seven points. You know, we finished with 21 on the day, but it's like Jimmy scored seven. Yeah. What and are we doing? First at, drive. At this, right. And that's not to excuse some of the funky things that happened. I think that that cannon needs to be cut. Uh, um, there's no excuse for the fumble. And then on the next drive to, oh, I'm going to let this kick go. Yeah, it was um, very ugly. What a tweet from Al Sacco, by the way. Right? We talk about it. And I talked about it before the season. It was just like, is Jimmy going to make it out of September? He did this year, but barely. <laughs> the first week of October. October 2nd. Third. Or October 3rd, excuse me. So, so for those only listening, Al Sacco tweeted, Garoppolo's been injured in 2000. Uh, is that... 16, week 2, 2018, week 3, 2020, week 2, 2021, week 4. It's insane. It is simply insane that this man cannot make it into October as a starting quarterback. Yeah. And, again, that's why they drafted Trey Lance. And at this point, it's just like, even if you think that, even if this was like gamesmanship by Kyle um, a little bit, you know, like, oh, let's hold Jimmy out. Maybe his calf is a little too – oh, he got stepped on. Ah, let's use that as an excuse or whatever. At this point, it's just like, man, he's just injured so often. How do you rely on him? You can't. I don't think that you can going forward, and I think you have to look at Trey Lance. Um, Even the runs that Trey Lance did. They were um, impressive. 
not only were they impressive, but the way that he got down. Um, I think there was one where he took like a shot um, where he took unnecessary contact, but the rest of them, I thought that he got down in a really effective way that prevents injuries. It's just like, oh, I'm going to dive forward to get these things. So I'm not, I'm not giving myself up by sliding feet first and that spots the ball here. I'm going to go head first, but I'm on the ground. So that way, if people are playing the game the way that they should, they're going to touch me down. And it gives me an extra yard or two. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up. Melissa says, love seeing Juwan today um, as well. Really like a receiver. Sanu, Ayuk, Jennings, and Sherfield. This, I thought this was impressive. Actually, a lot of the receivers touched the ball. Um, Debo, Juice, Kittle, Sanu, Dwelly, Ayuk, Jennings, and Sherfield. was targeted, by the way. He just didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he didn't have a reception, but the rest of the name did. And also on the flip side, the 49ers defense held the Seahawks to a total of 105 yards rushing. Their leading rusher yeah. was Alex Collins with 44 yards on 10 carries. Well, dude, even more than that, scroll down a little bit. Look at the Seattle Seahawks passing. Yeah. 149 passing. Yeah. That and that's what's even more. What did they they totaled the And that's like receiving by the way, cuz if you scroll up to passing, scroll up to passing, they might actually take some yards off. Yeah, just 129. That. 129. Exactly, because of the sacks. Yeah. They take off some of that. Yeah. So, 100 so you're you're talking about a team that had 234 yards of total offense and the 49ers lost by a touchdown. When you're talking it's, about the 49ers had 457 yards of total offense yeah. and they could not score more than 21. And by the way, a lot of that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. This is why Trey Lance needs to start. This is exactly right here. And it's because most of those yards came between the twenties and they are completely meaningless. Field position only matters right. so much. It only can, it doesn't get points on the board, man. And until you can punch it in the end zone, for six or three, which three seemed impossible today with Mitch back there instead of gold, the 49ers needed touchdowns, and they walked away with only one with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Matt, this is per Jack Hammer. Um, he's saying that Garoppolo is saying that he reported – or he, excuse me, he injured his calf on the first series of the game. Make of it what you will. So if Jack Hammer's saying that he injured it on the first series of the game and Jimmy played the entire first half with that – and came out and was like, mm, I'm not good to go. Yeah. Eh, I'm not good to go. It's almost this like is, uh, this is Kyle telling him, dude, you're yeah. not getting it done. We're going to say it's a calf, but Trey's going to play. It's all, it, it almost like Kyle was walking by and he heard Jimmy like, oh man, I got my calf stuff. And Kyle's like, wait, 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 what'd you say? You got your calf stuff done? Okay, cool. You're out. Uh, oh, he's, he got his calf stuff done, so he needs to sit. Yeah, yeah. It's like they no, no, no. rolled Jimmy, with it. Jimmy, no, Jimmy can't go. No, calf, calf stepped on, <laughs> stepped on. Fine, stepped on. This was an ugly win for the majority. The first half, I'll say, it was still ugly in the third quarter where Trey was getting acclimated. But I'm excited, and I think you are too, Matt, because Trey is unpredictable. Trey has a rocket of an arm, and I think that's something he actually needs to work on because he uses it a little too much when he doesn't need. He's got to learn. Yeah, he can't just do the fastball. He has to learn change up. Um, I think he learned, needs to learn how to put touch on the ball for sure. But I think that it's entirely possible that he's able to do that. Uh, but his upside is just so much better than Jimmy's. And so if Jimmy's going to be out for a couple of weeks and Trey Lance is going to start, man, I'm super excited. 
Um, if 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 they can somehow pull off a win next week against the division leading Cardinals, I will be so impressed. Yeah. I will be extremely impressed. I'll buy somebody a Trey Lance jersey if they happen to do that because I, I right now sitting here right now, I don't think it's possible. So what you're saying is, if the 49ers beat the division leading Cardinals next week, you will buy one of our followers a 49ers jersey. That is correct. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. That is big news, people. So you need to like and subscribe. Yeah, and I'll do get it. Get on our list because he'll do it. Don't doubt him. He'll do it. We've bought like 12 jerseys as it is. One just got delivered two days ago, I think. He'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> All right, Matt. We're going to wrap things up here. We'll let you guys get on to Sunday Night Football. Um, Steve said, Jimmy said it got worse as the game went on. Can't blame him for trying to play through it. He knows if he's pulled, he's probably not getting the job back. That's a fair point. Sure. And if that's the case, then then good on Jimmy for trying. Um I just think he knows the writings on the wall. Essentially, um, you make that pick. You have, and here's the thing: I don't know that I de- I definitely believe him because he did have that play where he scrambled out of pressure and threw that ball down the field, and it was Ayuk and Kittle kind of like, "Who's gonna take it? Who's gonna take it? Nobody gets it." Kind of thing. Um, it was like two outfielders running into each other on a fly ball. Yeah, but. If, if that's truly the case, then sure, props to Jimmy for trying to keep that going. But it's Trey Lance time, baby. And I think that this is a turning point for the 49ers going forward. Even if it doesn't necessarily equate to wins, it definitely definitely equates to the future is here for them. So yeah, I agree. Um, thank you, Melissa. Right. We appreciate your support. We know you are a real one and OG. You definitely are like follower, like elite level. Yes, we we love you. Thank you very much. Um, so we're going to thank our sponsors and then wrap things up here. Um, very, very first of all, thank you to my bookie. Today's show is brought to you by my bookie. And right now, guys, Tom Brady's returning to New England, the biggest game of the season. Um, and the stakes have never been higher at my bookie. Whether you're back in the Bucks or the Patriots. Uh, this game is always more exciting when you got money on it at my bookie. Get in on the action. Take this game to a whole nother level with my bookie. Both teams are sporting top defenses, and nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. Slow and steady wins the race. Smart money bets the under. Don't wait around. Join my bookie now and bet on the biggest game of the year. Use our promo code HIVE, as in 49ers HIVE, to double your first deposit up to $1,000 for all new customers. You deposit $10, they'll match you $10. You deposit $1,000, they'll match you $1,000. Again, that's our promo code HIVE, H-I-V-E, to get double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. That's not all. They'll also gift you a $20 MyBookie casino chip. So go right now, mybookie.ag, enter promo code HIVE, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Thank you, my bookie, for sponsoring the show. Uh, next, Gold Stamp. Exactly, Melissa knows. Shout out to Acre Gold, Gold Stamp, guys. baby. Gold Stamp. You can buy gold for as little as fifty dollars a month. Click the link in the description to start buying right now. As soon as you reach the market price of two and a half grams, they will send you what Matt calls our Gold Stamp. I have another one in the mail right now with my name on it. Uh, third, shout out to eighty-one Vino. 
Terrell Owens started a wine company, guys, and it is fantastic. Go to 81vino.com, enter code HIVE. You'll get 10% off and free shipping on two or more bottles. And lastly, our merch, shop49ershive.com. Um, we have these trade draft night merch right right above me. I can never find out where it is. We got clothes. We got tumblers. Whatever you need, we got it. Shop49ershive.com, code RGS15, as in red gold standard 15 for 50% off your entire purchase. All right, Matt, let's wrap this up. Last thing. What are you looking forward to most aside from Trey Lance next week? Because obviously Trey Lance is the easiest. Yeah, I want to see Elijah Mitchell come back from that shoulder injury and see what he can do. I think that Trey Sermon did a great job today. Um, and I just think that if Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell can both be effective runners for the 49ers, we can jettison Raheem Mostert. We don't need to keep that contract on the books. And it just frees up more money next year to kind of address some of the issues and the holes that the 49ers have. And that's no disrespect to Raheem Mostert, but at this point, it's just like, if you can replace him, fine, do it, do it. You know what I mean? Um, so other than Trey Lance, I think that's really important. The other thing that I think is, you know, kind of related to Trey Lance is how does the distribution of the passes kind of spread themselves out differently from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance? Does Sherfield get more run? Does Ayuk get more run? Does Debo Samuel continue to get the bulk of the passes and be the leading wide receiver for the 49ers. Does Kittle get more involved? Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what the offense does going forward after a week of Trey Lance being the number one guy in, in practice. Yeah, I'm looking – I'm thinking back to that uh, Chicago. I believe it was a Monday night game when Colin Kaepernick took over, when Vernon Davis said he took the chains off the offense. That is what I'm looking forward to seeing this week. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell, you touched on it, but also – I want to see Kyle Shanahan improve on his damn play calling because some of the plays he yeah. called tonight were atrocious. And I think he's equally got to bear the responsibility of losing this game as Jimmy Garoppolo because some of the calls, even when Jimmy was in, uh, were just bad. We're just flat out bad. And oh, yeah. he's responsible for that. He needs to own yep. up to that and he needs to improve. So that's what I'm looking forward to because the defense played well enough for this team to win and they didn't. So absolutely absolutely uh it's just not acceptable we'll see what the offense does going forward um but i'm i'm very excited to see trey lance start an nfl game and if what jimmy garoppolo is saying that his calf is going to be a couple of weeks issue by all means this the arizona cardinals game should be the first nfl start for trey lance and i cannot be more excited for it Likewise, it's it should be the first of a bright future, the first start. So, Matt, we're going to end on a cheers to a brighter day to the 49ers with Trey Lance under center. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. And with that, that'll conclude this post-game recap. Unfortunately, the 49ers are 2-2. Two and two. However, the future is bright. We just gave you all the reasons why. So hit the like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Help us get you done subscribers so we can give away a 49ers jersey. And you heard it here, folks. If Trey Lance leads the 49ers to a victory against the Arizona Cardinals next week, I will buy one of our subscribers on YouTube a 49 a Trey Lance jersey. So subscribe now. Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on all our social medias, um, Twitter, Instagram, everything else. We love having you here as always. And until next time. <laughs>